five, <laughs> four. Three, two, one. Three. <laughs> you can't do that. I can do anything I want. The dang rocket. I am the best co-host you have ever had. Wow. <laughs> I feel like you feel some kind of way about something you might have heard, huh? I bring the value all the time. You do an awesome job. Well, yeah. Let's, hey. I mean, this would not be a thing if it wasn't for me. What about... <laughs> wow. Wow. Hey, y'all. Off the elevator. I, I feel like sometimes you push me off of it. I said, I said in a meeting one day, we were talking about it. I'm like, I literally fell down the elevator shaft <laughs> and hit the bottom right. and then started digging. Digging in the concrete? And then I just poured booze on top of it. So I didn't I didn't ride the elevator down. I just jumped right off into the shaft. Do you find it weird sometimes to talk about the podcast with other people? Do many people... I mean, you, you do the social media. So I know people message you and you interact with people that ain't right there in your face. But, right. But when people you know come to you and... Say, hey, I listened to the last episode. Oh, my God. Blah, blah, blee, blee. <laughs> People usually say, you guys have a great dynamic. I say, yeah, we're both retarded. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, they usually get a big chuckle out of that. So, I had a thought. Mm-hmm. So, we're... We're releasing these episodes now every other week because we felt like we was being a little repetitive. I know. We talk about the same stuff all the time. We're kind of boring. Well, and you know, not so much repetitive of the topic, so to speak, the topics, but the things we would say that lead it into those topics or explanations our articulations mm -hmm. would be very similar. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that you are constantly dealing with the same thing in your head over and over? Absolutely. With just your sobriety or with everything? I feel um, like you had a frog in your throat just now. <laughs> what is it with my co-host having... Animals in their throat. <laughs> Ribbit. <laughs> um, wow, now I'm listening for the frog. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that my life, I'll use my life as an example, but people's lives are cyclical. And I did not make that word up as many times as you say I do every time I use the word cyclical. You know, but they run in cycles. Right. Or would you prefer the term ebb and flow? So, peaks and valleys, you know, similar concept. Like the Pearl Jam song? <laughs> Not even flow. <laughs> wow. Um, back to that, don't deal with something. Or you don't get what you're meant to get out of a situation that um, God is gracious enough for a replay, right? That's what I'd like to think. So it's like, okay, I have to look at when I'm constantly doing something cyclical right. in nature, same things over and over again, I'm obviously not getting it. Then I have to stop and go, why am I not getting it? What is it that I'm doing that is keeping me from getting it? And a lot of times... I'm so kindly reminded that I have a resistance to me about something. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm also, you know, reminded that, which we've talked before about, is I can't be, I can't be okay with something until I accept it for exactly as it is. But I don't like that, which I don't think most people do if it's something right. that they don't like. You know, if it's a job that they're not crazy about and they have to do it, you know, the same things and they're dealing with the same things, you know, 
comes down to glass glass half full, glass half empty. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's easier for me to look at you and say, maybe you have a purpose at your job that you're not seeing. Yeah. Than it is for me to look at me and say, maybe I have a purpose in my job that I'm not seeing. Well, you know, know, I think think for, for me and so many aspects of everyday life, it's the the complacency right so it stays the same because i get complacent so you're good at your job i feel that i'm pretty good at my job Mm -hmm. though they're both hard work they're relatively easy Mm -hmm. right so you get to you get used to things being monotonous you you complain. I'm not saying you do. So this this is just thinking. Someone may complain that I want more, but yet you are so complacent that you're constantly doing the same thing. What are you actually doing to put the more in your want? Yeah, and it also depends on what the more is. So... For years of my life, I wanted more out of my career. I wanted more money, more success, more drive, more responsibility, more opportunity. Um, I don't want those things. (laughs) Surprisingly enough, when I say that out loud to myself after spending 20 years of hustle, um, I want more joy. I want more peace. I Mm -hmm. want more freedom. Right. Um. When I'm looking at my career, my job, um, not not the other things. So, it's hard for that. Looking at being complacent, it's like, okay, yeah, I know what to do. And I can be a little stuck in my ways, which I'm finding really is coming up a lot for me now. Um, not real crazy about that. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, so... I have uh, uh, people in my life who are younger and less experienced and, you know, not that I don't want to listen, but all of a sudden I, I see myself not listening. Right. Right. Like it's not intentional because I think that my, my one, uh, you know, core belief for me is that you're never too old to learn. I mean, I truly believe that you can do whatever you want when you want. But right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm looking at that. But, I, you know, I'll look at that person and be like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and that surprises me. Yeah. Um, and I don't like that. And maybe, you know, that has something to do with, you know, what God's trying to teach me or show me. Or it does give me a little more grace when I realize that I'm being ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's about submission, right? It's, oh, yeah. I'm really. Yeah, totally. So, so the, you know, the topic at hand is we felt we needed to uh, sort of slow this podcast down a little bit so we could get some more aspects uh, from all areas because we was being we felt we was being. But what do you feel that to wear in our head? So I just went through what I consider to be a life changing experience. But really, two things very close together, back to back. Three things, really. Mm-hmm. The 3750K race, that being one, where I volunteered. I didn't run it. Don't get crazy. <laughs> uh, baptism. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did the basic course. Mm-hmm. And not to mention beforehand, all the people... All the other people, how God is growing my circle, right? Mm-hmm. And putting people into my life to pour into me, you being included. Yeah, that's an episode we did a couple weeks ago. Right. So, <laughs> so speaking of, uh, you know, yeah, so, tapping into repetitiveness. So, when you, when you, when you have all that going on, but yet you still talk and feel the same things. To me, it is total a, a submission problem. Yeah, Su- surrendering. Sur- yeah, surrendering. Obedience. To a power greater than ourselves. To God. You know, and I thought today, you know, I'm, I'm volunteering at church and 
I'm standing behind the counter and and I'm um, just, you know, waiting for people who need something. And I'm saying to myself, you know, step one, I am powerless. Fill in the blank, right? For me, and you know, powerless over alcohol. I'm powerless over, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever it is, right? Um, you know, okay. Then step two, came to believe a power greater than myself could relieve me of insanity or restore me to sanity, right? You know, and then step three is I turn my will and my life over to the care of God, as I understand it. Fairly simple. <laughs> one, two, three, one, two, three. Constant steps I work all the time. I'm completely powerless. I am insane and can't be restored without God. And God is not going to restore me until I let Him. He can. I can't. Will I let Him? And all, a lot of times we're like, yeah, sure. God, you know, absolutely. But it's really the little things. Right. You know, it's really the little things. And it's, you know, like the book we're reading, where, well, I've read that you haven't. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> they will know us by our fruit. Right. I mean, after I read that, I say that to myself all the time. They will know us by our fruit, and that is the fruit of the Spirit, right? The things that are given to us by the Holy Spirit in our, you know, ooh, peace, joy, love, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Um, you know, how do we get those? Right? And if those are not our fruits, there's a big sign. Mm -hmm. Right? It's like, okay, if I am pitching a fit and going off about something that upset me or making someone feel stupid, which I have really such a graceful art at doing, you know, those are, those are not, th that th those spirits, I mean, those fruits are not from the spirit. Right. Like, and I know that, right? Like, hear it. <laughs> say, okay, what is it? I'm not working to turning anything over. Right. Well, you know, it also... Did that make any sense? I feel like I rambled around and around. You, well, <laughs> speaking of doing the same things over and over again, <laughs> no, it made sense. It made, me, it made me think while you was talking that praising God, not just praising God when things are good, but praising God because God is good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And a constant praise of God. Constantly. You know, a lot of times things are only what we make them in our head. Well, sure. I mean, and saying that is exactly saying that. Right. So how many times, prime example, do we look at some, I mean, we say, we know that someone particularly one of the two of us is in some kind of way or feels pissed off or whatever and we want to try to help them or we want to try to motivate them the resistance keeps them keeps us from hearing it yeah being unreceptive you know um intentionally unreceptive so i just had a thought you know <laughs> i'm like oh i had a mm -hmm. thought um you know the truth is the word you know, so it all it always comes back to literature. If we, you know, saying and talking and you should do this and you should do that, you know, being, you know, the truth, as you say, will stand when the world's on fire. That's right. Um, is in the word. Mm hmm. You know, and if we're not in that and we're not sharing that and we're not reading that and living that and repeating that, then. It's much easier to stay unreceptive. Right. Just my thought just now. Like, why don't I, why don't I read, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just had a thought. Like, like you had when you were fasting or like when we had, when we, you know, when we have a, a temptation of some sort that isn't, we know is not right or we feel, you know, some way about something. Why, why not have the go-to of reading scripture. Right. Because I don't do that. Right. 
you know um or or when you're some some kind of way immediately and you know it why not immediately pray why why want to get but sometimes it's not sincere but yeah you're right you're right about that but we had a conversation several weeks ago about well several months ago i don't know um repetition you know sometimes when we you know we're always like oh if we don't know what to say or we don't know how to ask for help um god always knows what we need to say but i also learned like things prayers little prayers that i do know you know the third step prayer or the serenity prayer or the lord's prayer if i say those over and over again um when i don't know what to say and i don't know what to pray and i don't want to that that will that will shift my heart so then when things are different when they are different goes back to what i said just got through with the basic course got some good good people going on Mm -hmm. and you know when you're telling those experiences and you have those feelings and you see things that coincide with that and you're praising god in that way that is a change right put on it's time i put lot working out and you was what was it june the july 20th and up till 45 days a little little more than 45 days right you working out and getting yourself healthy helping your mindset as well right that is a change yes is it helping you not think about the same old same old all the time yeah in some aspects for sure like i don't i don't eat the same way as i used to eat i try not to right you know um not perfect i mean i have the things that i like to eat um but i did you know i mean after i got sober my sugar intake went way up yeah yeah (laughs) and uh i managed to pretty much cut that off at the knees do you feel like your head's smaller (laughs) haha got jokes (laughs) picture totally totally validates the point that my head is literally and figuratively smaller so but like i said like i you know cut out the the sugar and um or i substitute it with natural sugar or you know um but so so for mindset though for for mindset does that help that's been a couple of month journey, right? I mean, you, what are you getting from it? What What is the same old same? I don't know. I mean, we did talk a little bit about this in another podcast. I feel like you're being real repetitive after we just said we weren't going to be repetitive. No. <laughs> um, you know, it's not just the working out, though. I think that it comes in as, as a total routine. Mm-hmm. You know, and if we can if we can have some sort of routine towards a goal, which I guess every day is a goal. I mean, we want to be if we if we're looking at a day at a time, we want to be successful at our day. I mean, what's gonna what's gonna establish us to be the most productive and most successful in our day, mentally and physically? Right, we're going to get enough sleep. And meditate, right? Um, like addiction, like myself, routine is fairly good for me. Right. You know, if I can get up in the morning and pray and meditate, if I can eat appropriately, if I can eat specifically, you know, three meals a day, similarly the same time, um, if I can work out about the same amount of time, and I'm being, I mean, I'm not being rigid, but, you know, right. I like, you know, I like to work out for an hour. Except for that cardio video that I did on YouTube, 30 minutes. Dude. Was it rough? My entire body is sore. (laughs) Wow. It's ridiculous. Which then got me thinking, okay, so, all right, I can walk five miles, but I obviously can't do 30 minutes of squats and lunges. (laughs) Right. Um, But, you know, it's, it's it's the whole part. You know, and I never really cared about the physical part that much before. And that's what I said on Instagram, you know, but for the first time, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a trifold. 
Right. You know, I want to be emotionally healthy. I want to be spiritually healthy. And I want to be physically healthy. And that, um, as best I can, being a smoker. Because it's sort of, you know, if you're talking about the same old things on and on and on and on and go, you're sort of holding on to them, being dramatic about it. You know what I mean? Creating re- when things don't change and we think they should, right? For whatever reason, our expectations are higher than they should be, right? We create a resentment for it, right? And you're not, you're not. You, I think you're sort of keeping the door closed. On, I mean, you say this all the time: the next right thing, right? Because you're holding on to all that other bull crap. You oh, know? for sure. And it's like I said, I said at a meeting the other day. I'm like. I generally, I mean, as a whole, <laughs> in and of myself, don't always know what the next right thing is. You know, I I am a very practical person, so I like to have examples. You know, like practically, like legitimately understanding what it's like to be a good person. Now... You can't get there, but you can't, in my faith, belief, you know, you're not getting to the promised land by just being a good person. But practically, those things help lead you (laughs) in the right direction towards the right thing. And I know that sounds crazy. You're like, oh, that's elementary. You know, like we're, we're not mean to people and we're not this. And it's... You know, I think that the cynicism of the world can sometimes, you know, between trauma and addiction and pay, I mean, all the things that we go through um, that turn all the arrows inward. Yeah. Right. We, you know, how do we how do we not always look inward? And, and I'm not talking about self-awareness inward. I'm talking about selfish inward. Yeah. You know, I don't want to do that because it, you know, it's takes too much effort and I don't want to help that person and I don't want to go here and I don't want to do that because it inconveniences me like we literally become self-centered right well you know that I'm glad you mentioned on going to the meeting so you pretty much go to a meeting pretty much every day right I mean yeah you know. except for Sunday yeah so <clears throat> and I know you're not talking in the meeting all the time but somebody is right yeah. So it's a it's an uh, open the, forum for us to share our stuff. Right. So does that wear on you? Does that keep it, or does it wear on anybody that you see? I know it's anonymous, so I'm not asking you to say any names or anything like that. But hearing it all day, every day, does that keep you in the mindset that oh, this is exactly who I am? Yeah. And this is exactly what's going on. So is it? Do they call it a catch-22 or a catch-21? I don't know. No, for you, me, it, you know, well, I can only speak for myself. Does um, that make sense? Absolutely. It, um, it's a reminder. Now, I mean, part of the program is, we, you know, we practice, you know, principles over personality. But at the end of the day, I'm sitting in a room full of people who have the same addiction that I do. They have the same mindset that I do. Right. They are my people. It doesn't matter what room I go into. Right. Um, and it's a reminder of the promises that come. You know, it's the reminder that, okay, no, I'm not normal. <laughs> you know, or it's, you know, like I said the other day, I, I get to see people practicing how to be a decent human being, right. how to use the principles in their life integrity and brotherly love and hope and faith i mean all of the things this is what it practically looks like right you know um being of service this is what being of service looks like in in the meetings when they share you know or when we do service it's like oh that's what service looks like (laughs) you know where i hear you know like i said i heard in a woman's meeting one time it's like i don't you know she was like i don't ever want to sponsor anyone right and I was like, I felt that, like, inside. I felt that. I was like, I don't really want to sponsor but, anyone. But we have to pay it forward. Mm-hmm. Like, we stay sober by helping people stay sober. Right. So not wanting to sponsor isn't an option. It's being of service. And then the and just doing it keeps us sober. That's mm-hmm. the magic. Right. You know? Um, 
it's the magic that comes. And being of service keeps us from being self-centered. Do something for someone else. What an right. easy novel concept. So when those are the principles that you're practicing all the time, be of service to someone else, it's really hard to be self-centered. Right. It's just practical. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know, it made me think, too, when I you know, asked you about going every day. On the basic course, when I was out there, I didn't think a single time about being an alcoholic in recovery. But now... No, I don't think about it either. At this point in our life, by the grace of God, it's not booze. Right. But But, fill in the blank. Right. Well, I'm I'm talking... Now, there's probably... It's been a while, I guess you could say, since I've craved a drink. You know what I mean? But I'm talking as the as the conversations go. You see what I'm saying? Like like the conversation we're having now. I didn't have any thought of that at all. Period. Any thought of my recovery, addiction, mm-hmm. any any of the the things I did or the things that it caused. And those, you know, a tidbit here and there. And, you know, a lot of times, probably from some conversations that we have, you know, it, it arises, those thoughts. Now, I'm not saying the being on the basic course wash that away. Don't think Here. about it. Unless I'm, well, I mean, let's be clear, I go to meetings. So, um, but it's not the things that are difficult right. in my life are not alcohol related any longer. You know, but that's the principles, right? The principles, we practice the principles in all our affairs because it's not always going to be. I mean, mm-hmm. by the grace of God, we're, we're relieved. Um, but I know that if it wasn't for my recovery, I wouldn't have what it takes to deal with the stuff. So I always kind of have to give it that. Right. Because... You can't have that mindset if you're not sober. Right. Uh, if we weren't sober, right? We didn't have that mindset. We didn't have the the all of the things that has happened to us, all of the growth that has happened to us. There wasn't even a thought. We didn't. We just didn't have that thought. Right. Hmm. So so what what it leads me to think about is how to truly submit how to truly surrender and be led by God would still all those crazy complacent thoughts in your head practice right. so I'm okay with my job because it's easy you know or I'm not okay with my job because of somebody else you know what I mean mm-hmm. or I'm not okay with living where I live because there's so many people. You know what I mean? And truly, truly be obedient and able to hear the whisper. Be able to be led. Right? Well, I think that it's a snowball. That's how I like to look at it. Um, A good one, not like a bad one. Not like an avalanche, maybe. I don't know. But when you're obedient, you're able to hear more, see more. I think that's the gift. Um, and we had a conversation and asked me, object. we'd never really. <laughs> right. And I was like, it's the weirdest thing, weirdest thing ever. Wrote her a note with my name and my phone number and said exactly that. God said that I needed to talk to you, that you might be able to. I have never done that in my entire life. Right. Like, I mean, I'm very open. I just talked to somebody, and I just gave her the note before we left the meeting. And she texted me, and we texted back a couple of times, and then we scheduled to have lunch. And and I was like, no, I don't want to do this. (laughs) Not not for any really good reason other than I was uncomfortable. Right. No, it's great. You know, I was obedient in something small. Um, But... While I was sitting at lunch with her, 
I told we the the conversation came up of how I reached out to her and I said, you know, God told me, and um, she was blown away by that. Not not like I say blown away, but she said something to the nature of, "That's never happened to me before." So I have to believe that it's real because you say it is real. Um, but then I thought to myself, she just said to herself that she doesn't believe that God is spoken. When I say spoken, air quotes, that comes to us in all forms. Right. Yeah. It has come to me before. I mean, that's not how it comes to me. It's a feeling or a nudge is what I like to call it, or a thought that you that is not you. You know it's not you. Right. <laughs> you know, and if it lines up with what Scripture says, I mean, usually, you know, the, anyway, now I'm going down a whole nother rabbit trail, but, you know, I thought, huh. And I just read that book, and I'm like, well, maybe I can help her, too. You know, and I was like, touche, God. <laughs> There As I go. sit at a table with someone weird, and not she's not weird, but in a in an quasi awkward situation, right. yeah, something unusual. Um, but that brings me back to practicing obedience, because um, for the most part, I used to always. I mean, like I was an overachiever. I'm a rule follower. I, you know, find the best way to be the best at everything and do it that way i mean i i don't know i never really saw myself as rebellious really absolutely you wasn't rebellious as a teenager i did not see myself now oh. let's be clear natural teenagers are naturally rebellious right? right i don't feel like i was above and beyond okay. what is normal right and i i just i mean I didn't get in a lot of trouble. I mean, I just didn't. I had an older sister. I did not do half of the things that she did. Wow. You know what I'm saying? You busting her out. (laughs) I mean, maybe it's because I had a good example, but um, I felt like overall outstanding citizen, right? Um, But I am defiant at heart. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's where like the motives, the meat comes from. Right. You know, not the not the sparkle, the outside. You know, I have I have that defiancy in there, that disbelief, that you know, that little twinge that makes me go, Mm-mm, I can do this by myself. Right. You know, um, and that's deep rooted from God knows what. Um, but I think that it definitely requires practice for 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 me. Yeah. In being surrendering, because you lay it, I lay it down, I pick it back up. I lay yeah. it down, I pick it back. It's all about expectations. Well, God's not doing it as fast as I want Him to do it, or He's not, you know. But then I have to circle back to what I said before. If the same thing is happening over and over again, and I'm not being relieved of it. There's a reason why I'm not being relieved of it. Right. Well, you know, what do you think about doing something when you were saying doing something and making making sure it's lined up with Scripture? What about when something piques your interest? Uh, do, do you still think the same thing? Like, oh, let's go. I want to do this workout fitness plan you have you heard of that 75 hard you seen the people do the yeah, 75 you sent me, hard you sent me a link or something i checked it out yeah or um something of those along those lines it's going to take up a lot of time of your day every day for a good long while you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. that um that maybe you don't correlate it with anything you say oh i'd like to try that you know what i mean Right. How do you perceive that? Something that Jesse that Jesse finds interesting or wants to do. Maybe Jesse. Uh, well, you use something ridiculous that I would never find interesting and want to do. <laughs> wow. No, no. I mean, there. I, I let's be clear. I find it quasi interesting, but. But do you, do it has rigidity I'm, in it that I'm not down with. But do you get what I'm saying? Um, 
Yeah, but I try to keep the things that I'm interested in aligned with my faith and my core ethics. Right. Okay. All right. So, case in point, I'm thinking about doing this. That's like the third time you've used case and that, point. That's my new tagline. I mean, uh, what's you, happening? Are you okay? Or how about how about I do Dusty Rose? If you will, if you will. If, I'm just saying. I'm just pointing out your weird Ric Flair. You put hard times on Dusty Rose, Rick. Don't Stop get it. me fired up. Stop it. If you will. All right. Go ahead, Jesse. If you will. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about doing this. I'm not going to go to a store for a whole year. Are you really trying to get me started on this? So I'm not going to go to a store. Well, I'm going to go to the gas station, which is considered a store. I get that. But it's not Walmart. It ain't Tractor Supply. It ain't what's some other stores y'all go to. Kroger, Publix, Target. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to none of them. And Are I'm, you going to come at them like you came at me when you told me that? Come at who? <laughs> the people that are listening. <laughs> I'm trying to... I'm I'm thinking of the worldly aspects that revolve <laughs> around the store. Right? I like how you straight up cleaned that up <laughs> when you said it. Because you came at me with something totally... Uh, turn around. Go ahead. So, I'm... I'm pondering on doing that experiment to see how it really affects me. Is that rain? I feel like that's rain. It is. It's coming up a cloud, cuz. Did I roll my windows up? I hope you didn't. It affects me and are the you know the people around me because is there really any necessary thing to go to a store for anyway? This Y'all, day. we done had this conversation about 12 times, and I have already said he would have to have someone else get for him the things that he needs. I can order them off the computer. But you won't, because you know why? Because you don't know how. So you then got to get someone else to order your stuff off the intranet, because the World Wide Web confuses <laughs> you. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Okay, tell me how... D- so, to, so but you're just putting the responsibility on someone else. Hold up. No, I'm not. How am I? How, Who, who's going to order your stuff? I will order my stuff. Stop. I will get Cooney to show me how to order whatever it is that I need. Right? So, so when you go to a store, and I'm not being the chauvinistic male pig that yes, you, you say are. that you say I am. So. Let's talk about Jesse going to the store. When you go to Walmart. Now, you know my husband's going to listen to this and be like, yep. How, how many things do you pick up at Walmart that you actually don't need? To be honest, on average. Several. Several. Because there's all kinds of old play purties and trinkets and stuff in there that that get you all googly eyed. <laughs> you're going to make these people think that you're a fanatic. <laughs> He's really not that weird. That gets you all googly eyed. And but that's that goes, no, yes, we like think that that's, that is true. There's a purpose. <laughs> For a year. Oh what I believe and you're trying but, but I'm not. Honestly, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm going to take it I, I mean I'm taking it serious. It's not a joke, really. I want to really see how it infect, affects me. Well, at the end of the day, I mean, I think you've been to the store twice in the last year. So you already don't go. Right. I feel like it's not going to be that big of a difference. But uh, but I'm going to document it this time. Oh, okay. Because so, right now all it is is something for Cooney to say, Daddy, don't go to the store. Acting like I'm Jed. Jed Clampett? I don't think Jed Clampett ever went to the store. I feel like it was going to be a little more... Weird. Jay Clampett's not that weird. Jeremiah Johnson. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Frog's trying to come out my throat. You, you've got a whole gallon of water right there. There's no excuse for your hiccups. None at all. I am way behind on my water so, intake. So that's something that interests me, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, I think could or could not show some value. You know what I mean? If, I mean, and value's all about 
what someone's willing to spend <laughs> right so just because i mean it may absolutely have value for you and not have value for someone else i'm glad you said that because let's talk about this fake putting in all them hours and then now that money it is customary for your money to get put into your checking account or however you see fit and then it's in there and you just bounce on off into the walmart like you do oh i need some lipstick oh look at this new eyeliner and you buy that there is no value at all that you are putting now i'm not saying you particular are putting on any of that stuff if you look in your bank account and say oh i got thirteen thousand dollars i got fourteen thousand dollars whatever it may be five thousand two thousand and you run across something that's a hundred bucks you're just putting that faking for. You've never even put that money in your hand. You are swiping that card for time. You have never even held that money. That money is not even money. That money is a number on your laptop or your phone or, or whatever the device you use. I'm going to need you to get into the times, homie. That, that's all that money is. Has that money ever really existed? Has that money ever really existed? Think about that. You're thinking about that, and you're like, whoa. I feel like you need to have that discussion on another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on the Alex Jones podcast? I mean, you could probably have that on the thrift station. I have zero interest in that conversation. Seriously. I, I get I get it. Does it make sense? I, I understand your concept. And, it, and it's got a little conspiracy behind it. When's the last? Right, hold on. When's the last time you had a wad of money in your hand, like a wad, and you was like, "Oh God, check out this money," <laughs> not to yourself, you know, not bragging about your money. And you was like, "I got some money." It's been a long dang time, girl, and you know it, and you know it. I'm not really sure how you got up on that soapbox without me noticing. <laughs> <laughs> telling y'all don't go to the dang store and you ain't got no money you just got a number on that computer and one day one day there's gonna be a big reset in this country and they're gonna say nobody's got no money it's coming mm. i'm reading this book start reading this book and i feel like it's really anticlimactic because now i can't think of the name wait 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 i think it's oh man but anyway, they had like this giant power surge and all the power went out in the world. And then it's like these pulses keep the power from them having power, right? Or whatever. So then you imagine like a current society like now with no power for like two years. And the book I'm reading, it's a, it's a part of like a three or four different book of a series. But um, I picked it up at the Goodwill. <laughs> But I'm like, huh, and how, you know, how your entire life is affected by electricity. Right. You know, cars and gas and clothes and, you know, every, and banks and, like, how you can get your, I mean, it's crazy. And so these, these people are living, but I was, anyway, that just made me Thank think of you. that. Thank you. Well, yeah, it's real. It's not real. No, Mon that, no. Money is fake. <laughs> money is fake. <laughs> You went. To, you worked. Can uh, we change the subject? Hold on. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, I think you have mistaken me for Cooney because I'm not entertaining your shit. <laughs> wow. Y'all see how she gets crunk, like with a snap of a finger. I did just swear, didn't you I? You did. I'm sorry, y'all. I mean, the potty mouth. I, you got upset because you know you don't really have any money. Just <laughs> I got chill upset because I think the conversation <laughs> is it, one of those I don't have. I don't like to have. Does it worry you? Uh-uh. It don't? Mm-mm. Not a single bit. I have no apocalyptic fears. That's Well, I'm not being apocalyptic. The yeah, truth it, will stand it, when the world's on fire. It is a fire. little apocalyptic. I mean, when people talk about, you know, the, you know I mean... I have family like that too, where you know the government's not really the government, and and you know the freaking wow. world's gonna come crashing down. No, man, I have faith in God. I'm, I don't sweat that. I, no, all I'm saying is, you don't really have any money. 
all I got to do is say. Let's be clear. If you knew what I made, it ain't hard hard fetched <laughs> to say I don't have any money. I know the feeling. I am totally good with not with what I, I mean. Let's be clear. I'm good. All right. So. But I do like to. I always said I want to make just enough money to be able to go to Walmart without having to check my bank account. Back to the store. That's all. I, that's back, all. Back to the store. I don't need enough money to buy a new car or any of that other stuff. I just want to be able to. Swipe that card. I didn't say that. Maybe I pay cash. Who knows? I'm not going to pay cash. Because if I got cash in my pocket, I'm going to spend it. You can't get no cash to powers out. To ATM. I am not letting you pick the topic anymore. (laughs) I swear. So, what? On that note, you shouldn't go to the store. Drop the mic on off the elevator. We're not crazy or anything. Wow. God almighty. So what do you got going on? What what is coming up for Jesse? Mm. We we talked about being complacent and and staying in the same old same old talking the same old and it is coming up a cloud, y'all. Yeah, it is pouring down rain. Rain is real. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Noah. <laughs> nice. All right, you made up for the crazy before. Um, you know, I don't know. I say that a lot, don't I? You always yeah. look at me funny when I say that. And I thought that the other day when I lived day by day or whatever. But, you know, I really do more so now than I did before because I don't want to I don't want a future trip and I don't want to live in the past. I want to kind of live in the moment. If, if I could say that as cliche as that sounds, because I do spend a lot of time, I have in my life spent a lot of time maneuvering, and I am the most unhappy in doing that. Um, and when I say maneuvering, meaning m- moving all the pieces around. Right. Like, so if I have a goal, um, not all the time, but I have been known to... <laughs> obsess over said goal and um to get what i um um you know and i'm not saying and part of that had to do with being you know with my drinking and with my uh, emotional health and blah 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 you know whatever the situation is but part of that is a little is a little scary too in sobriety like okay where's that line Where's yeah. that? Where's that? God's will line and Jesse's will line, right. you right. know, um, and how do I stay in His will and out of mine? Um, because in mine, I am rebellious and defiant, and I'm going to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. Right. Um, and sometimes, you know, I want to see what He wants to do. Right. And uh, the more I can stay in that space, the better off I am. So, you know, I just want to... But I also think you have to want and you have to ask. You know, what is it that, you know, God wants for my life? How can I be of service? Right. You know, what can I do um, to change someone's life in a positive manner? You know? Well, I think it would be a real good idea for you to... Join men that's not going to the store for a year. That's never happening. And getting all your cash out of the bank. <laughs> Stuffing under your mattress. I mean, are you... What? What? Do you, uh, first of all, you need to look for opportunities. I am not hating. I am saying no, don't you hate. go to the same places on the same days and do the same things. Let's talk about complacency. And you want to talk about how do we change that up? So, you said, what did you say to me when we had this conversation offline? Um, You're just going to, you're just going (laughs) to, you're going to go more often to the same places and see new people. And I was like, "Mm." I forgot to add, I'm not going to restaurants either. (laughs) And that's weird. It's not weird. So, where are you going to break bread with people? At my house. Oh, at all the invitations that you give to dinner at your house. At work. I continue to have lunch with the same people that you have lunch with every day. When I go camping and hunting. When's the last time you went camping? Two weeks ago. 
<laughs> when I was on the basic course. That's not camping. Oh, hold up. First of all, let, let me tell that, you. You were there for a purpose, and you camped during that purpose. You didn't go there to camp. Nonetheless. It's not the, that's not the same. If you will. <laughs> <laughs> that, those were brand, Oh, my God. Those were seven, seven other people that I had never met in my life. Seven other people. Did you tell them you were not going to a store or a restaurant? I had days ago. A few days ago. Are you going to start growing your own vegetables and killing your own meat? I, we already kill our own meat. No, you buy a lot of your meat at the store. Yeah, but you know what? We have enough meat in the Frigidaire and in the freezer that I promise you it would last about seven months okay so you're not going to buy any more meat from the grocery store i didn't say that i feel like that should be part of the experiment like you're gonna go all out crazy what? you need to go all out crazy now hold on. i can't make my wife and cooney i can't say y'all aren't going to the store this is me this is something i'm doing <laughs> you see what so I'm what saying? happens when your wife says i want to uh well, shoot the grub delivery, <laughs> where where you order it and grub they, hub? yeah, grub hub, where they bring it. To. Have you ever ordered food from Grubhub? No. Do you know how to order food from Grubhub? I'm sure it's an app, <laughs> right? So you're gonna expect your wife to order your food from an app that you don't know anything about for her date night. But I think I should go get a bunch of those v or get a visa gift card and put money on it because i don't want them to have my real debit card number <laughs> here we go y'all solid entertainment from the crazy house and what happens if you leave your laptop open oh they'll, they'll get in it who is <laughs> I, I killer without no real money because all your money's in the bank too that's right because you ain't got no paper money fake, under your mattress fake money you got a bunch of fake money in the bank. You don't know what's in that safe we moved a while ago. <laughs> well, I picked it up, so not that much. <laughs> wow. So, what are you going to do this week to not be consistent? I'm sorry, complacent. <laughs> to be consistent, but not complacent. Um, I'm going to ask God to lead me every single moment. Every single moment. Every single moment. All right, don't come at me sideways with all that defiance. Zarn, that's all. So I feel like. God Almighty, I feel like we're going to have to go back and edit that. I apologize, people, for this rain. I, I know I can hear it in my. Why are you apologizing for the rain? I can hear it in my headphones. I want. So you think that bothers anybody? It might. Somebody might be like, "Dang, man!" I'm not going to listen to this episode because it's raining outside. That is ridiculous. I apologize for her being off the chain. (laughs) On off the elevator. That's co-host problems. (laughs) I deal with it on this one and the other one. Uh And uh, y'all don't forget, I'm a straight up turkey killer. Hush your mouth, y'all. We'll holler, y'all. Bye.